What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, since summer is winding down, Spotify finally has named their, quote, Song of the Summer for 2023. Okay. You guys want to take any guesses of what it may be? Uh, Rima, calm down. Nope. Oh, okay. Uh, Was Harry Styles... Watermelon sugar high like the no. song two years that, ago. That was, was that like no. a couple years ago? There it is, like tag team. team. Yeah, tag Ooh. team. There it is. Yeah. yeah, tag team back again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first number one is "Last Night" by Morgan Wallen, which is like a pop country song. Okay, never heard it. Yeah, yeah me neither. You don't know who that you, the artist. You probably is. will if you heard it. You'd probably be like, "Oh, okay, I've heard that somewhere." I feel like it's like playing in grocery stores and wherever. But um, you guys will definitely know the other two. Number two was "Ella Baila Sola" by Peso Pluma. Oh yeah, yeah. Can you say three? the song again so I can make sure I understand which I, song that was? I don't know. I Ella Baila so- Baila Sola. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but I like Lindsay's way of saying it. Ella Baila Sola. Ella. Yeah. Ella, Ella, Ella. It says E L L A. I don't know how I didn't. Yeah, you know. two L's in Spanish is like a Y. Yeah, I, hey, yeah. I do my best. Okay, I do yeah, my I do. best. See, well, you can get, be around the, the game of baseball. You'll pick it up. Okay, that's right. That's right. That and Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, the third one is your girl Taylor Swift, "Cruel Summer." Oh yeah, "Cruel Summer's I. I don't. I even like know banana ramos personally. <laughs> "Cruel I, yeah. Summer." I don't know. I've remake? never. No, I've never heard She's that song. Oh yeah, I've I never know. heard that song. I only know the song because. I, I have got three daughters. They're all Swifties. Sing it. And, and, um, and so when I was down in New Orleans last week, my daughter would plug her phone into the rental car, and it was Taylor Swift all day long. So I got a lot of cruel summer last week. So sing it. How does it go? Oh, I couldn't I sing it for never you. heard it. No, I, I really, I, could, I also could not like, just come up with it automatically, but I heard it like 10 times. Okay. Anybody got it? No, nobody got it. No. Cruel summer. But I'm like yeah. with you. I like the Bananarama version. Yeah. Yeah, I it's do. It's a cruel... Cruel, cruel summer. Cruel summer. I think I was working at the Chess King back in the day in the mall when mm. that song was happening. That song was popping. Mm, yeah. Right. Okay. Man, I used to yeah, rock one are... of those uh, double-breasted suits, jackets <laughs> that ended at my waist. Did Looked you wear a skinny out. tie? I wore a very skinny tie oh, with my a God, tuxedo How about a rope tie? <laughs> like your boy Philip Rivers used to like wear. Like the bolo? Oh, you mean like a bolo tie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I used to wear one of those. I mean, I didn't Did wear really? one like as a kid. I just wore one after Philip Rivers wore one because I thought it was so goofy that I was like, I'll wear one of those. <laughs> so we need a picture of you in the skinny tie. Yeah, this, this is, is it. This is Cruel, Cruel Summer, Summer, right? Yeah. I don't think I know the song. Oh, yeah, I know the song. Everybody knows this. Song. Yeah, I know the song. Everybody, everybody. I just didn't know it was called knows. Cruel Summer. Yeah, Cruel Summer. Yeah, because I thought Cruel Summer. I immediately go Bananarama. Right. Because I was a little kid when Bananarama came out with that song. Boy, if you would have come into the Chess King, you would have seen me there. Wearing that uh, that double-breasted suit jacket, dude. Yeah. I'd be like, can I help you, little man? Do you have photos? <laughs> There's the song right there. Crew, crew, some. By the way, so this song better. also in the Karate Kid uh, original. That's right. Yeah. Boy, when I think about this whole era, I think of uh, Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bengals. Oh, that's a good song. It is a great song. That is yeah. a great song. Yes, you're right. Good era of songs right there you mentioned. that like mid to late 80s? Yeah, definitely in like the 86, 87, 88 range. I don't know how, but I remember the Walk Like an Egyptian video. Like, I remember it vividly. Come on, T-Swizzle. Why'd you name a song Cruel Summer? This is the Cruel Summer we all think about. Yeah, she kind of messed up naming it that. Well, we say that, and yet she just made $14 billion last week. Cruel Summer. You do you, Taylor. 
She's killing it. Even still. Here on my own, it's a crew. It's a George, crew. maybe when you go to Europe next summer, you see a little Taylor Swift. Nah. She'll be on European tour by that time. Nah, we'll be good. Come on. Nah. Aria might be a Taylor Swifty by then. Right. She, she literally said no. Like she didn't want to go she when she was. Be, well, that was this year. That was this yeah, year. Wait, wait till next. Aria loves EDM. She starts school soon. All her I'm going to take gonna Aria to like a Cascade concert before I take her to a Taylor Swift concert. Take hey, her to see Dead Meow. Yeah, Dead Meow. I was uh, going to take her to that one at the Coliseum, but they wouldn't let her in. She had to be 18. Oh my gosh! Give me a. Break. I mean, I wasn't there. I looked it up first. I know it's ridiculous, but whatever. That's dumb. Yeah. I got to try and make my plans now. I mean, you're what? making your plans right now for for European vacation with your family next summer. Yeah. And I've got it in my mind, like the seed is planted. Me and all four of my kids, two of them will have graduated college, one of them will have graduated high school, me and all four of my kids in Europe next summer together, and I know what's going to happen. I'm going to procrastinate and wait and wait oh, and wait. Oh, uh, you know you have to get like a visa to go to Europe now. Why? For tw- Starting in 2024. Why? What do you mean a visa? You have to apply like for a visa now to go to Europe. Wait, you mean to tell me you just can't take your passport and walk you in? You can't and go, just hey, no book house. a flight. No, you gotta, you gotta. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A visa? What am I working there? Yeah. I mean, I'm bringing a visa. A couple of them, as a matter of fact. Yeah. New requirements to travel to Europe. You want me to send this to you? Just yeah, Google, Google it right now on your computer. Google new requirements to travel to Europe. Wow, they're making it more difficult, huh? Yeah. You need hmm. right. New requirements. You have to have a passport and a visa. Yeah. All right. Uh, travelers will need an ETIAS authorization, right. a European Travel Information Authorization System. They're just pre-screening you, making you sure that you're not a security threat. Oh, they... Yeah? Or you're not going to overstay your visa or emigrate. Oh, God. Well, they're calling it a visa, but it's like a it's a, it's a, it's a document. It's that like a screening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Almost like a TSA thing. But before you, probably, you leave, you probably actually, if you already have like TSA pre-check, I'm sure that it would be it probably goes process. May, it yeah. may go through faster. Yeah. Uh, and global entry a, and all that stuff. Here's yeah. an article in 2024. You'll need more than just a passport to travel to about 30 different European countries, including popular destinations like France, Greece and Italy. Travelers, travelers will need this European travel information authorization. They'll just be pre-screening you. That's what they say. Making yeah. sure you're not a threat. Yeah, that's it. God, I hope I pass. I think you'll be OK. <laughs> what do you got? Like warrants out there, Cappy? No. You didn't say anything. <laughs> he didn't. That's true. No comment. Uh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, do we lose him? No, you're just, uh, you know, I yeah. get it. I'm just no here comment. so I don't get fined. Okay. Uh, so the countries you'll need one for, uh, because not every country. It's uh, Spain, France, Germany, Poland, Iceland, which has become like a big deal these days. A lot of people go to Iceland. Um... Italy. Iceland's very green. Yeah. Is Iceland because people want to go see where Game of Thrones was? Is that seriously the it's, deal? It, well, it's also really cheap to fly there on their oh, really? airline. And it's really pretty. It I is know somebody pretty, yeah. who went there and they did all like those, what do they call them? The the natural springs or whatever? Right, 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 right. Yeah. It looked really cool. Pretty compartment there, too. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It looks like Max Muncy just cleared the bases and now it's 6 3 Dodgers. Yeah. And yeah. Max Muncy is standing on second base there at Fenway Park doing this ridiculous Dodgers dance. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and the whole dugout is standing at the top doing the dance. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love the dance. It's great. You know the the genesis of that, right? I don't. Um, so I think Freddie Freeman or Muncie, somebody had a party at their house, and Freddie Freeman was like doing it. Like uh, the music was playing, he was doing the dance as like a joke, and then everyone started doing it. It was something to that effect. He told Kristen Watson the story. All right. Yeah. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right. Your boy, Justin Herbert.
So Marcus Spears, our friend here at ESPN, our colleague on NFL coverage, I thought made an interesting point, and I, I maybe I'm wrong. I, I agree with Marcus Spears. A lot of people do not agree with this take that Marcus Spears had, and it was about an inherent pressure on Justin Herbert and any quarterback, but is what he was alluding to. But in this case, Herbert was the most recent quarterback to get the contract extension. And he talks about the pressure that then comes with said contract extension. Well, the perspective changes. More money, more prop. Get smalls, okay? Listen, we look at you differently once you get this bag. And we scrutinize you on a different level. And we also assert what type of success you should have when you get paid this type of money. And I just, I'm a firm believer in this, right? Like choices and decisions for the Los Angeles Chargers. What was the alternative? Nothing. Right? So now Justin Herbert has to, all of the onus is on Justin Herbert now. And we could talk about Brandon Staley and how bad it was and how he managed the game against Jacksonville. At the, if, if Justin Herbert last year, would have had a $262 million contract, mm-hmm. guess who we would have talked about losing in Jacksonville? Damn right. We would have talked about Justin Herbert. But mm-hmm. that conversation was <laughs> was deduced to Staley because Justin Herbert was a he was he he was subjugated to the, the malpractice of, <laughs> of of Brandon Staley and his coaching. <laughs> now that conversation is gonna shift. What do we talk about with all of these guys that's been paid? Can he win a Super Bowl? Now right. we all sitting at this desk know that it takes a whole lot more than just your quarterback. And I just think you get more pressure in that situation. I don't disagree with what he said about more pressure when you get paid. I mean, to me, it's a no-brainer. I mean, who would disagree with this? I mean, you people were going nuts on social media about what he said. About what? About that, oh, it's a team game. And it was not just fans. It was like former players like going at it. Oh, come on. Listen, look, whether we like it or we don't like it, Guys are judged based on how much money they make. In well, other words... Well, and by the way, not just that, especially in a salary-capped sport. Right. So, so look, when... And I, this is a classic example, and it's it's still relatively contemporary. When the Seattle Seahawks went to back-to-back Super Bowls, everybody knows that Russell Wilson was in this year, what, two, three, three, four, something like that. Right, he was still getting paid peanuts. He was in a rookie contract, and he was not a first-round draft choice. And even if he was a first-round draft choice like Justin Herbert was, the money is still not significant mm-hmm. as a uh, in a rookie contract. Now, you invest, I think Marcus said it was $260 million. Does that sound right? Uh, you invest that kind of money in your quarterback. It may not happen this year, but it will happen the next year, and the next year, and the next year. You'll see that there will be salary cap casualties because more money had to go into the quarterback. Correct. The window when you have a great young quarterback, the window is to try and get there as fast as you can before you have to give him the money like Cincinnati did. Frankly, like Kansas City did, like Seattle did. If you have a young quarterback who's a star, you got to try and get to the Super Bowl as fast as you can Otherwise, you're going to be where the Chargers are, which is you had no choice. You had to pay them. But now you're not going to be able to pay certain other guys. And if they don't win, people will focus more on the guy who got all the money than they will anybody else. And that, hey, listen, I take the $262 million and the responsibility, no problem. That's playing quarterback in the NFL, Jack. 
You feel me on that, George? I do. I I, I think it just it, it's logical. You know what I mean? To to be the guy like you're playing the most important position in the sport, right? And mm-hmm. you're paying you're getting paid the most money. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's going to be pressure. When Daniel Jones signed that contract with the Giants, mm-hmm. what was the first reaction? Wow, surprised Daniel Jones got that kind of money. Daniel Jones got $40 million and he threw like 15 touchdowns? Like, what mm-hmm. are we doing here? Right. And what? and by the way, Saquon Barkley, who was more important, I think, on that team, the rare instance where a running back was more important than the quarterback, got a quarter, basically, of what he got, which is crazy. Um, He had 57 catches. Um, a ton of touchdowns. Like, I think he had almost the same amount of touchdowns as Daniel Jones. Like, and it was close. And it, it's just insane. Um, so yeah, regardless of who you are, there's going to be an inherent pressure when you get paid, particularly at that position, because it is the position we focus on the most. And speaking of what Spears had said, look, last year, when you have a, I, I want to say it was a 27 nothing lead yes. at the end of the first half in a playoff game on the road. Can I ask everybody a question? Didn't you think the Chargers were going to win? I mean, that's it. Would it didn't matter who it was? It yeah. could have been the Chiefs. I mean, twenty-seven nothing lead. It so could have been the Titans. It didn't matter. During that game, we had it on, right? But it was like you know, you're kind of not as paying. Like you know, all of a sudden, twenty-seven nothing. I'm like, all right, I'm starting to look at my phone, right? You know, I'm texting people, I'm reading stuff on Twitter, and then all of a sudden, I'm looking up, and it's like, oh, oh wait, oh oh oh, whoa, something's happening. And then you start getting back into the game. But yeah, I think most people thought that game was over. Right. I mean, Mason I'm, I'm, turned it off. I think they that you know, like the ESPN win probability would have been at like ninety nine point nine percent when you have a twenty seven nothing lead. Now, at the end of the game, when the Chargers charger all over themselves, which they have a long history of doing, yeah. Instead of everybody blaming the quarterback because he's young, he's good looking, he's not making the big money yet. Everybody's like, it's not him. It's the coach's fault. One hundred percent, coach's fault. I agree with Spears. If the same circumstance were to happen this upcoming season, you have a 27 nothing lead and you lose a game on the road, um, that's the quarterback's fault when he makes $260 million. Right. I'm with Marcus. I don't know who the hell disagrees with that. But, man, I didn't realize people were so angry about it. But then everybody's angry about everything. So People are very angry about a lot of things, yeah. I saw Marcus Spears on Instagram in his kitchen trying some kind of fish sandwich that he made. And he took a bite of it like Guy Frieri is like chomping on it. Mm, oh, damn. Oh, hell yeah. Like loving that fish sandwich. It's, it looked good, I'm sure. I know. It looked really good. Yeah. On some crunchy bread. Delish. Let me see. Oh, I got the ESPN game here real quick. Hold Which on. Which game? That, that game. Let me see what happened. Let me see what the win probability was. I oh, bet okay, you I can find you. it. If you give me a second. Yeah. Um, the Chargers win probability. Where did it peak? It peaked right here. 94.2. Yeah. Where was that? End of the end of the second quarter. That no, it's still in the fourth. Oh come on! It was thirty to twenty because time is running out. Mm-hmm. There was only uh, nine minutes to go. And what was the score at the time? Uh, thirty to twenty. Thirty to twenty. They were up ten points. Mm-hmm. So to lose that game, right? You know, is you know, is not easy. So it's quarterback's fault, right? When you make two hundred sixty-two million dollars. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Let me see. Maybe there was more. Let me see. Oh no, wait, ninety-eight point two. <laughs> what was that? Ninety-eight point five, ninety, yeah, ninety-eight point five at twenty-four to nothing in the second quarter. Wow, yeah, crazy. And then the crazy swing um, when it went. Where did it change? It the Chargers still had a seventy percent chance when they were up two <laughs> um, with ninety seconds to go in the game. 
Well, good thing Justin Herbert got his money because um, he will be uh, he will be stuck in that organization. And every year, everybody will tell you they got the best roster. They're so close. They're going to stop charging all over themselves, and they won't. And they can have a great quarterback because they've had. What great happens though if they do win? Like well, they let's you know crazy things happen in the NFL. It's in a battle of attrition. Funch, I know we're way over the break, so we may just have to combine these bad boys. Okay, um, what happens if they do? Cappy, like if it, and I know you're gonna say, well, it's never gonna happen. I know. Uh, well, I have to. I have to keep convincing myself that George. But they're good. You know what I mean? They just. No. What do you mean? They're good. They, well, on how, paper, they're good. But, but they were up twenty-seven nothing at half in Jacksonville, and they lost. Okay. So they're not good. I, I get it, but they're still good. Like they're good. Like on paper, they're good. They have what top five or six quarterback. He's young. Mm-hmm. They added more weapons on offense. Mm-hmm. Their offensive line is healthy again. Mm-hmm. Boza's healthy again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they, Here, here's what it comes down to. It's it ask Carl Malone what it was like, you know, to not be able to win a championship when you were really really good. You know, ask the number of players that played in the Jordan era. Oh, no, I get Charles it. Barkley, Alonzo Mourning. So you're just, saying, you're just saying Patrick Mahomes is that. But, I mean, listen, Pat, D- Patrick Mahomes is a quarterback. He can get hurt. Like, he got hurt last year, and they somehow were able to make it work. But football is that kind of sport. Like, you can get hurt. Anybody can. One hit, you're done. You want to know how, how Patrick Mahomes did that last year? How did he do it? I'm not going to tell you. you oh, because he was in quarterback. Yeah, yeah, you should watch quarterback. <laughs> no, I know how it. he did it. Now you should watch it. There's stories about how he did it in, in print. You can read it. Freaking quarterback. Unbelievable series. Loving it. Phenomenal. It's great. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's possible. Like, if the Chiefs aren't in their way, is there anyone else in the AFC that you're like, oh, they definitely can't? And look, they've been really good against the Chiefs, too. But is there anyone else in the AFC that you say, like, they, let's say they get past the, the, the Chiefs somehow, or they don't have to meet the Chiefs somehow. Mm-hmm. There's other teams in that conference that are great. Don't get me wrong. The AFC is stacked. But, like, I don't know if anyone else, like, you say, you look at them, you say, yeah, they definitely are better than the Chargers, like, on paper. Like, Jacksonville, much better. Much, they much were better not. football team. They were not. What are you talking about? They were they were they, down 27 they nothing. They came I back and beat them. Yes, much better it. football team. Yes, I get Raiders, it. much better football team than the Chargers. Yeah. Much better. Raiders. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'll take uh, Baltimore. Cincinnati, I actually Buffalo, think the Steelers Miami, are going to be much better this year. Jets, take the Jets. The Jets are. I bet you this. The Jets are going to flounder. Boy, I hope you're wrong. The Jets are going at. I think they're like a. If they make the playoffs, they're like a one and done team. Are you rooting for the Jets to succeed because of the story of Aaron Rodgers leaving the Packers, going to the Jets, no. reuniting with Nathaniel Hackett? Um, you know the the players that they chose to pick up here late in, in training camp. Is there any? Because I know you're not watching Hard Knocks. No. See, last year, yeah, I here, liked here's the Here's why I think the Jets are going to flounder. Their oh, offensive man. line stinks, which I told you weeks ago. Okay, mm-hmm. um, And then you look at the rest of the roster. Yeah, look, they've got the uh, Izzy Abanaconda, the kid they took out, they took from Pitt. You're, yeah, you're, I like him, the running he, back. He's good. They've, you know, Brees Hall's still coming back from injury. I know they signed Dalvin Cook. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, people think about Dalvin Cook. And, yes, he's had good numbers, but he's also had in, an injury history. Okay? The other part about Dalvin Cook is that in short yardage situation, he's been below average in those scenarios. And in a, in a, in the toughest division and the toughest conference, you're going to need a guy who can get you those tough yards. And by the way, Aaron had his worst season of his career probably last year at 38 or 39 years old or whatever the hell he is. Yeah, but I, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is, um, looks like a different guy this year. 
And I'm well, watching Hard Knocks. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, he definitely took off the Nicolas Cage outfit, yeah. and uh, and he looks more like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Con Air, good movie. Right. And he looked like Con Air, Nicolas Cage, last summer right. when he showed up to Packers camp. Yeah. I actually think, though, that true story, like Aaron Rodgers, to me, is a guy <laughs> who is going to be, re- I'm going to say, rejuvenated in a new environment. Yeah. Uh, How was Brett Favre rejuvenated in that environment many no, years I don't, ago? Brett Favre wasn't, but I don't think Brett Favre left the Packers with the kind of annual controversy what? that Aaron Rodgers was oh, creating. What are you talking about? It was Aaron Rodgers. They and he left. They drafted him, and he kept. It was almost the same thing. No, no, no. It wasn't the same thing. It was Aaron Rodgers was pissed at the Packers front office because no one would give him an opportunity to at least have an opinion. And so every year for the last three years, Aaron Rodgers has been battling with the front office. And so to me, it is different. And I think that he is going to go to New York, which he already has, reunited with his offensive coordinator, reunited with a couple of the players that he wanted to bring along, good young players. You say the offensive line's no good. I say wait until six. How about this? The offensive line? I'm going to say this. Stinks. You say that. Stinks. But. Listen, I'm going to wait and analyze six, seven, eight weeks into the season. And in six or seven games, you know what you're going to say? They stink. Well, we'll see. Because I'm I'm going to say that Aaron Rodgers is going to inspire these guys to protect him and to play better than they've ever played because they've never played with anybody like Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers is going to make them look better when he gets rid of the ball a lot faster. So we'll see. But I, I'm cheering for Aaron Rodgers. I'm cheering for the Jets. I think it's a great story. And by the way, it's a great story if they completely flop flat on their face. It's a great story. Yeah. And by the way, the Favre thing only slightly different. I Tell mean, me. he was. I don't remember it all. He Tell was. Me. He was. If you remember, he was dragging his feet about committing to playing for the team. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember the details. I just remember him kind of getting to the end of the road. Yes, he was pissed that they drafted Rodgers. But I don't remember him being like um, a, an annual pain in the ass like Aaron. Oh Rodgers no, was. yeah. So I when I did those ESPN da- that week on e- or two on ESPN Daily. Mm-hmm. It was the week Rodgers finally signed with the Jets, so we had um, uh, the guy who w- covers them, for the Packers for ESPN, who's been there forever covering that bald the Packers. That dude, that uh, yeah, 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 Zervofsky yeah, guy or whatever his name is. Yeah, 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 him. And he told me this story. He's like, "This is literally the same, almost the exact same story." Well, remind me, what were the details? It was, uh, th- it was that Brett was being, you know, he was, ups- he was upset that they drafted Aaron, okay. and he was kind of non-committal, always dragging his feet, like, "Oh, they're trying to push me out the door," blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera. And then that, that was the the issue, right? Like he was like, he kind of retired. Remember? What year did we think? Two thousand and eight. Yeah, no, that's no, fifteen years ago. I'm having a hard time. I mean, I forget what happens after the show as soon as we get off the air. My memory's not great, George. And he went to the Jets, and the Jets got—they lost the last game of the season. They didn't make the playoffs. I remember him like throwing a ball across his body. Was that with the Jets? I mean, my God, he did it all the time. Anywhere, maybe it was the Vikings. Weren't they? Didn't they, didn't he get the Vikings to like an NFC Championship game? Favre. After? Yeah, yeah, Jets? yeah. I mean, he went to the Jets and then went to the Vikings, right? Because yeah. he wanted to go to the Vikings first. Yeah, he kind of wanted to stick it to the Packers. Right. And then they he, they they wouldn't let him do that, so that's when he went to the Jets. Um, and here's what he said. Actually, this was, here's a recent, I mean, not recent, like 10 years ago. He What's said, his name? Rob Verlosky? Demovsky. Demovsky. Yeah. There you go. So here's what Brett said in an interview 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's over and done with. I was at fault. I feel that both sides had a part in it. If you go back, uh, would I or them have done things differently? I'm sure both sides would, but you can't. Like he's, it's almost the exact same story. Yeah, but but the story maybe was similar, which is fine. Um, but will it be the same ending? 
I mean, is Aaron Rodgers yes, I don't, sending I, pictures I think to massage I, therapists I, also? No, I don't think about that. Oh, you don't uh, think that's happening? And okay. it was not a massage therapist. Oh, what was she? You don't have to get into it. Oh, all right. But the... Um, the oh, re- is that maybe, yeah, I'm getting maybe the Sean Watson mixed up in here. Yeah, the reality is that it was very similar, and I think it will end very similarly. And I, not that I think he's going to end up with the Vikings, but at least the Jets part of the equation. Mm. The Jets well, are like always, the Jets haven't made the playoffs in like 13 years, dude. The Jets are always all hype, all bluster. I ain't buying it. Like the Chargers. Um, I guess, but, <laughs> but at least the chart, I don't think anyone's championing the Chargers the way that people champion the Jets all the time. Um, I kind of feel like every year they're, they're sort of, you know, well, saying, first of all, they're not in New York, so let's start with that. You know what I mean? Like there, there's a different championing for a team out of New York. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would agree with that. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Listen, the Chargers are not L.A. So, you know, if if you're saying, well, the New York versus L.A., the Chargers aren't L.A. They're not. So they're yeah. L.A. adjacent. Right. I, it's I mean, like when my, you know, Keyshawn, you say I have friends that say they live in Beverly Hills adjacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're the Costa Mesa <laughs> Chargers, you know. Um, so there you go. I, I just think they're going to I don't think they're going to be that good. Ask everybody a quick question before we end this discussion. Yes. Who here? Is rooting for Aaron Rodgers, and who here is oh, rooting against? No, Aaron I'm Rogers? not rooting for or against Aaron Rodgers. I just don't think the team is as good as people think they are. I'm putting mine out there for everyone. I'm actually rooting for him. Yeah, I like Aaron Rodgers. I have no issues with Aaron Rodgers. I just don't think the team is that good. Okay, anybody here rooting against Aaron Rodgers? Anybody want no. to see Aaron Rodgers fall flat on his face and fail? No. Why would you want that? Because some people don't like Aaron Rodgers. Eh. I know some people that feel that way. I'm not one of them. Yeah, I don't. I don't care about Aaron Rodgers like that anymore. Like, it just, I mean, in his prime, he was amazing to watch. He's just not that anymore. I think it'd be funny though to just kind of like you know shut people up. Yeah, I just don't think it's going to happen with the Jets. But we'll I'm see. Gonna, I'm going to predict that Aaron Rodgers' season will be very comparable at his age to what LeBron just did at his age. So you think he's going to get to the AFC Championship game? I think he's going to lead the team to the playoffs. Yeah. Well, no, lead the team to the playoffs. Of course, he got to lead the team to the playoffs. If not, that would be a complete unmitigated disaster. Yeah, I don't know that he's going to get to the AFC Championship game. That would be what LeBron did. But um, I would say this, that um, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a very, very successful season that's going to make us all go, you know what? Aaron Rodgers didn't have such a great year last year, but he reverted back to two years ago when he won an MVP. I- I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers on his keister a lot. His tookus. I understand that. Yeah. Tookus is a word I like to use all the time. Maybe you put in a little huh. Yeah. A little huh. A tookus. Right. There you go. Yeah. All right, radio, uh, not radio tender, sorry, the other one. Big deal or no deal is next. (laughs) All right, hey, first, before we hit this break, I want to remind everybody, today is Friday. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks, Christopher. Lindsay, you take it away. Thanks, Sedano. All right, guys, so a federal judge has agreed with U.S. government officials that a piece of artificial intelligence-generated art is not eligible for copyright protection since there was no human authorship involved. It's kind of confusing, but... The ruling states that human authorship is a bedrock requirement of copyright. So basically this guy filed a copyright and he described this described this piece as, quote, as a work for hire to the owner of the creativity machine. And he claimed that human authorship requirement was unconstitutional. But of course, he was denied. So is the fact that you can't really copyright anything that was generated by AI a big deal or no deal? Um, this is tricky. That is a tough one. I mean, I would feel like there is a copyright infringement, isn't there? Well, he wants to copyright it like as his art, and they said no. Oh, he can't. well, if it's his art, then that's different. Well, he, well, well it's not his art. He oh. commissioned the AI machine or whatever. He basically like put in you know the parameters of what he wanted. Like here, um. Make me a picture of a dog playing poker, chewing gum, and smoking a cigar or something. I don't know, whatever. And then the AI created it, and he's trying to copyright it with his name, saying that he commissioned the art to the AI. However, the government has ruled, no, 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 that's not yours because you did not create the actual art. It's weird, right? Yeah, it's a little confusing, i got to be honest with you. I, I kind of find it to be, and this is just my initial reaction, I find it to be kind of an easy decision. So if you go to ChatGPT and you say, tell me about Sedano and Cap, and then it prints out a two-page thesis on the show. and then you Let's say a book. If it, AI creates a book about Sedano and Cap, you cannot okay. copyright it and then say it's your book because you didn't write it. AI did. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm getting at is, is I just don't see this as being a, a big deal like if AI creates it and you did not create it, whose is it? Who? Let, let me put it this way. Whose intellectual property is it? Yours, the guy who said, tell me about Sedano and Cap, and it writes a book, or whoever's the AI. Is it Google? That's ChatGPT? I mean, that's a great question, and I think that's a lot of... That goes back to a lot of the reasons why we have, like, the strike going on with SAG-AFTRA and, like, the AI-generated stuff. Because, I mean, one thing we've heard about, like, for example, is music, where they can make AI. They can use other people's voices that are just generated by clips, previous clips that they have actually sang with their voice, and then they're making a new song. Well, who who gets the copyright for that song? Because if AI is creating the actual song and they're just using past clips and past lyrics and stuff who gets the copyright and according in this situation when it was art involved which i would imagine art would cover like books and music and songs and stuff 
they're saying no, like a human can't copyright that, which is, you know, I get it, but it's also like very weird. Like who who profits off of it? You I don't know? know. I kind of agree with it. I think if 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 the if the AI does the work, if the AI writes the book, writes the movie, writes the song, then it should belong to whoever owns the AI, not the person who wrote the sentence. See, I feel like if it belongs to whoever owns the AI, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, but if whoever owns the AI, there wouldn't be. So then that means like there's going to be like Google's going to just own the world then someday, or whoever. Well, I mean, but these... but again, why why should if if put it this way, somebody goes and says write a book about Sedano and Cap, so that person then gets AI to spit out an entire book, it's theirs. And and by the way, where's where's our piece of that pie? You're right. I'm I'm not arguing with you. I agree with you. I'm just trying to, you know, present the other sides of the argument that in this situation this guy's trying to make. You know, I just think it's like human authorship is if that's the bedrock requirement of copyright, then we're all kind of screwed, right? Because someday eventually we're going to have people, you know, did you see that they were doing um they were using AI to do AP like basically AP style stories on high school football games now like in newspapers? Yep. Yeah. But that doesn't surprise me because you know for years there's been um we didn't really even call it AI. But like for example, when my kid was playing little league baseball, I'm trying to remember the name of the software. Somebody who's listening will know. Like game score, score something and you know somebody would put in Hey, this kid came up, got a single. You know, they were scoring the game. And then after the game, it would but produce something that would explain the story of the game. Nobody had to write it. It was being written by the software. Sure, so, but somebody had to input the information. And what AI does is it, like, scrubs the Internet it, and searches for, you know, all of those things. Eventually, somebody somewhere. It's not like the computer is watching the game, right? No, but I don't think, I don't think high school football um, reports... Done by AI, it doesn't sound um, like a bad thing to me. It kind of no, makes... that—that's. I feel like that's just like an, a doorway, because what if they start doing, you know, Dodgers game stories or columns and giving opinions, and what if they start doing radio shows? Yeah, I think there needs to be a line drawn. I would agree. The whole thing is very crazy. It's crazy. I never I, really thought I, about I, it. I, until still, I saw this. I, I get it. I I understand the. Uh, I understand the financial ramifications of this as well, but I also think having real eyes on something as opposed to artificial ones yeah. um, when it comes to storytelling particularly is important. Yeah, for sure. All right, next one here. One beachgoer experienced, quote, unskippable ads during his recent South Florida vacation, ruining an otherwise quiet beach day. The guy posted videos showing aerial ads flying just off the shore of Miami Beach, one had a giant QR code, and it said, quote, you can't ad block this, ad block this. Um, so that was just one of those planes flying the ad around. Another one shows an image of a woman holding, it was a gun, like a semi-automatic rifle, and it said, um, shoot machine guns, and it was the information for, like, a local gun dealer or whatever. Um, the Redditor said, quote, my vacation to Miami Beach is getting ruined by unskippable ads. I think we've all seen these flying ads before, like chilling on the beach or whatever. Do you think they're a big deal or no deal, Cappy? Wait, the ads or these specific ones? Just the ads in general. Like you can't, especially since this one's like you can't ad block, ad block this because you can't get away from them. You're just chilling on the beach. It's quiet. Then all of a sudden you hear the, the, the loud plane going by and you're looking up at the nice serene beach and you have this ugly 
plane with the stupid ad on it. Like, you can't get away from it. I'm going to say no deal. I mean, really? You're on the beach, and a plane comes flying by with an ad, and that's a really big problem for you? Is it a big problem for you when a military helicopter comes flying by? Is it a big problem for you when a when a, a, a private pilot is, is kind of showing off to his friends and comes down and buzzes the beach? Really, it's such a big problem for you, no, sir? That's different, though, isn't it? What are you talking about? A plane is flying with a with a an ad behind it. That's so disruptive to your life. But all the other aircraft that flies along the right. Beach, I mean, that's there's usually disruptive? like actual air, like yeah, like passenger planes fly around I, the he's beach. He's saying too. the annoyance of like an ad, where like you're well, then just don't look deal. at it. Yeah, really. I mean, I, this does nothing. I'll tell you this. I actually think these plane ads are incredible because sometimes, like I always talk about Coors Light. There's always a Coors Light plane. Okay, well, that's obvious. Coors Light. You know what? Maybe I'll go get a Coors Light. Sometimes it's like a nursery. I'm like, what, do I need to go pick up some plants? Do I really? Like, who spends money for our nursery to, to show me on the beach? Sometimes I'm so confused, but I always applaud people. Like, hey, man, you spent some money. You put that ad up there. Good for you. I'm kind of Yeah, I, I just don't. I, I, I think that that's like, to me, it's like a, it's no deal. Like, you know, like, who cares? Like, don't look at it. Okay. I think his point is that like you can't not look at it. I don't know. I mean, you you, yeah, you can. You can just you hear the plane. You don't have to look. How many times does a plane fly by? And do you look every time it flies by? No, he was comparing it to ads like on like YouTube when you have to. Watch no, the I understand what you're saying, but the guy you're telling in the story you told. Correct me if I'm wrong. You were saying that they were. Is it a big deal or no deal that just the planes fly over with the ads? Yeah, and He's I'm like, saying, like and to me, no, it's no because I don't. There's a lot of like planes that fly i don't look up every time so i don't get annoyed if one happens to have an ad because i don't always pay attention to ones that have ads okay well i get where the guy's coming from but you guys don't think it's a big deal so that's cool <laughs> okay i'm just saying it's i feel like if when you compare it to like a youtube ad when you're trying to watch something i get it but who cares like don't look yeah but youtube i'm there and and they're gonna force me to watch this ad until they tell me skip the ad right with the plane i'm like hey i don't close have to my look. eyes yeah. right turn my back right isn't it kind of hard, though, to, like, not look at it? No, it's not. Feet? Just don't look at it. Okay. You millennials. Okay. I can't stop looking at that plane. <laughs> if you're laying on the beach on, like, the the Miami Beach, which is a huge beach. Yeah, I know. I lived sky, there. I get it. Right, yes. and you're just staring at it, and a plane goes by, the only, and you're just, like, chilling on the beach, relaxing. The only thing you could do is literally close your eyes, which, I mean. That's or you could like, grab your phone. Okay. Well, maybe. Or grab know. a beer. Or <laughs> you can make the same again. You can make the same argument for any time you run across an ad on your phone or on your computer, and you get annoyed by it. That's all. Mm, I, I don't know. I don't think they're the same thing. Okay. Because I think that, to Cap's point, if you if you don't have YouTube Plus or whatever the hell it is, the subscription version where you don't get the ads, you're. If you're, you're going to YouTube, in this case, to watch a specific thing. Right, and you're going to the beach to do a specific thing. No, you're, yes, but in the beach, you can look around. Like, you're, you're focusing on your computer. Like, the focus is on the, on the video, not on the plane at the beach. You can look at the ocean. You can look at the sand. You can look at the people walking by. There's not a whole lot to, like, shift your eyes around. What are you talking about? The There's a million things at the beach. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. How many beaches have you been to, Lindsay? I've never been to the beach. I I'm just not, saying, like, it's just I do not live directly across from one. I've okay. never seen one in my but life. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if a plane's flying a beach, 
Like, you can look at somebody's dog who's walking by. You can look at some dude who you think is hot uh, or, uh, you know, maybe a girl you think is hot. Whatever. Like, there's a million things to look at as opposed to a YouTube video where I'm focused on trying to watch the video. By the way, in Miami Beach... There's a lot of ladies topless laying people. around topless. Yeah, Cappy so believe, would be focused on that anyway. Right. Lindsay, I got news for you. I'm not looking up. I'm looking down. Correct. You feel me? Well, I get where the guy's coming from, especially when you look at the pictures. But, you know, agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is not a political conversation. This is just... Oh, like, I'm already afraid of whatever we're going to talk about. Here we no, go. No, it's just bringing it back to something funny. Okay. So Donald Trump was booked into the Fulton County Jail in Georgia last night, mm -hmm. and his mugshot and booking information went totally viral. Mm -hmm. So the former president was listed with blonde or strawberry, blonde or strawberry hair, blue eyes, and as 6'3", 215 pounds. Mm -hmm. And that would put him as the same weight as, for example... Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. Yep. Same height, same weight. Yep. Um, also, Aaron Rodgers. There's a number of other like professional athletes and quarterbacks where uh, these stats line up to it. So a lot of people were making jokes about that on the Internet today. And obviously, it's not a huge deal. So I wanted to ask you guys, have you ever lied about your height and your weight on something like official? Like you're I'm, too, I'm too small of a person to ha to lie about my height and weight. Like, what am I going to tell? I, I don't, you don't, I don't exaggerate like no. you know, a couple inches taller? No. A couple pounds I do. Lighter. I lie. I lie. Five nine one eighty. Been that for a long time. No, I, I lie. I do. I, I still say like six one one ninety five. When really, I'm probably like 5'11 and probably closer to two bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, I exaggerate my height by two inches, and I definitely exaggerate my weight under by probably five to ten pounds. Mine has been the same, I think, since I got my driver's yeah. license. Technically, right now, 183, because uh, I've lost two pounds since the five pounds I gained while I was on vacation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Checked in on the weight today on the scale. Gotcha. Two pounds down. Nice. Nice. Not Getting me. back. Not me, buddy. Working on another 20-hour fast as we speak. No, my hands still smell like Jersey Mike's. Yeah, well, we know that. My breath still stinks. All right, that's Big Deal or No Deal each and every day at approximately 6.30, and sometimes it runs longer than 6.45, and, you know, whatever. <laughs> just things happen. But, um, yeah, that's it. So, Cappy, we've got one more liner for you to read. Liner number four, by the way, Cappy. Liner four yeah. is what you'd like me to yes. read. Is that and then right? we've got Dealer's Choice coming up. Yes. Okay, good. I have an interesting Dealer's Choice. Oh, today. okay. All right, as far as Liner 4 goes, you may never have to miss a moment of 710 ESPN. I mean never. You don't got to ever. Really? Yeah, because you can download the new ESPN LA app. Just search ESPN LA in your app store or Google Play, for those of you that are using Google phones. Download, tap, and bam! You got 710 in the palm of your hand. <laughs> I mean, listen, he wrote it that way. I might as well try and yeah, read it yeah. that way. Bam! You got 710 in the palm of your hand. One click to listen live, plus all of our podcasts, which, by the way, I so appreciate everybody who listens to our podcast yeah. on, on the app, mm -hmm. and then they comment in the circle thereafter. You know, So, like, for example, shout out to the vice president of the Handsome Man community, who yesterday was very happy with my entire commentary. De los taqueros. See? So I want everybody to download the all-new ESPN LA app today. Go do it right now. Ahora. You guys starting to notice that it's getting darker earlier? And yes, I don't mean, of like, course. That's what happens naturally. I know, but it's like bothering me already. Already? Yeah, because yeah. you know what's going to happen? Whenever we change the clocks, yeah. 
It's going to be like 5 o'clock and pitch black outside. Oh, 4.30. What are you talking about? I know. Come on. Let's keep the sun out longer. Yeah, that's you, you have the same conversation every year. Yeah, but we voted on this. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. We so voted to, to, to not do this anymore. Yeah, but I don't think that it's just us. Like, it's got to be passed, like, through Congress and all that stuff. Oh. Um, 727 is your sunset today. 727? Mm-hmm. All right. It gives me a little bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go do that. What, what you got going on tonight? You got anything going on? No, I'm pooped, man. I'm tired. So I. I woke I'm up at, like, wife. 5 a.m. for some reason today. I well, I'm I wife. know why I woke up at 5 a.m. Because my wife went to go grab, like, water in the middle mm-hmm. of the night, and all of a sudden she dropped the bottle. It's like one of those metal bottles. Oh, yeah. You know, Makes you a refill. lot of noise. Oh, my God. Yeah. Imagine at 5 in the morning waking up to... Oh, dude. I know. My, uh, what do they call these things? That, you know, I, I walk around with it all the time, like one of these aquaspheres or hydro flasks. Yeah, whatever. Or whatever yeah, that thing. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it falls out of my backpack, and it just scares the hell out of everybody. Oh, my God. It's Imagine so at 5 in the morning when you're in a dead sleep. I know. Wow. It was 5.53. Uh, any plans this weekend? Anything going on? Nah, we got a million things with the kids over the weekend. Yeah. And then Mateo's got like a party on like the weekend where he's going to see some reptiles or something like that. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Reptiles. Yeah. Parties with reptiles. You know, people are like, oh, we're having a kid's party and we're getting like one of these traveling zoos and they're bringing snakes and lizards and all kinds of cool stuff. And I was always like, get those freaking snakes away kids from Kids love lizards, man. I know. Not me. Yeah. Not um, me. So, yeah, he's going to party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my wife's taking him to that, though. Yeah, that's good. Get her to say, hey, Kel, you go. Yeah, you no, take, I mean, it's all you good. Him. You know? You take him. You so go. I got to study for college football, man. Mm-hmm. I got Colgate and Syracuse. And then right. I got Southern Miss. I haven't even started my week two prep. I mean, I Florida State. I know them. But, like, Southern Miss, like, all I know is Frank Gore Jr. Southern Miss and Florida State week two? Yeah, prime time. Uh, what is that on a Saturday night? Yeah, 8.30 Eastern, nice. 5.30 hey. Pacific. Way to go, man. Awesome. Well, let me have a second here to talk about something in Dealer's Choice that happened to me today. Mm-hmm. Hasn't happened yet. Uh, I would say I'm almost a little surprised it happened. Kind of glad it hasn't, but it did today, and I mean, I knew it was going to happen at some point. So let me tell you the story. So this morning, I'm on a phone call. Now, George, I live like multiple lives, as you do. You know, you, you're a college football play-by-play guy, your NBA sideline guy, your talk radio guy. And every life that you live, you got different people that are involved. I mean, can we agree on that? Yeah. So in my life, I've got this radio show, obviously. The Cappy Cast, that's easy because it's kind of self-contained. There's only three of us, so there's not many people to deal with. But I got this business that I've been working on for years, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, today, I get on this call with this with this gentleman. I've never met this guy before. And he works for a company called Evolve Media, George. Mm-hmm. And Evolve Media, they have like 16 different websites, from mm-hmm. wrestling websites to reality TV show websites yeah. to dog and cat websites. Okay? Right. So you're going, you and Cited are hooking up with Evolve Media. So it's me. I got my lead sales guy. Yeah. He's in Miami. Yeah. He's on the call. Now, they're in Ladera Heights, right? Well, so, okay, so hold on. Here's the deal. Mm-hmm. So so it's me. I'm here at my crib. Yeah. I got my guy at Miami, my lead sales guy. He's in Miami. He's at his place. Yeah. And I got my lead technical guy, yeah. and he's at his place in North Carolina. We're, yeah. a, we're a remote team. Yeah. Now, I got a gentleman on the phone. He's from Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. He lives in Atlanta, but he works for this company yeah. called Evolve. And Evolve... Atlanta, where the players play. That's right. Yeah. And Evolve is actually L.A.-based. Right. So there's a guy on the call... Mm-hmm. And his name is Derek Hutton. Shout mm-hmm. out to Derek. And um, he's on the call. Everybody's there. The five, the four guys are there, and I'm the late guy. I'm two minutes late. So I come on the call, 
and my guys start giving me business. Yo, Cappy, what's up, Cappy? I'm like, what? What? what what's going on here? Because nobody there calls me Cappy. <laughs> right. Turns out this guy, Derek Hutton, shout it out to him. Loves this show. Is a monster, monster Sedano and Cap fan. Shout out. So, you know, he all he hears is from, from his guy, this, this other gentleman, Todd, in Atlanta, hey, we're having this meeting with this company called Sided. Derek is like, Sided? Wait a second. <laughs> He's Wait. like, I know Sided. I, I've heard of Sided. I listen to Sedano and Cap. I come into this call. They're all busting my freaking balls, man. They're like, Cappy's in the house. I'm like, what is going on? And this guy, Derek Hutton, goes on to tell me he's the biggest Sedano and Cap fan going. That's great. And George, 30 minutes later, you know, we're doing a beautiful thing. Look at that. you got business going on. Funchy, what's my out time here? 30 seconds. Oh, 30 seconds. All right. Nice. Well, good for you, Cappy, and shout yeah. out to Derek. Shout out. I know one of my favorite websites just started using the Sided tool. You yeah. ready for this? Yeah. AwfulAnnouncing.com. Oh, AwfulAnnouncing. I love AwfulAnnouncing.com. Well, because you're an awful announcer? Well, no, because I've, oh. <laughs> I've been I've been sadly featured at times. Oh, okay. I think we all have at one point or <laughs> right. another. But I love that website. Yeah. All right, we're done here, Cappy. We love Get you. Get out of here. Great job, Cappy. Great job, Lindsay. Great job, Funchy. We will talk to you el lunes.